All right, guys. Hello and welcome to the Guest Life Podcast, episode 51. Who would have thunk it? Not me, but here we are. We are welcomed here today with uh, one of my best friends and uh, and incredible entrepreneur, Sean Mount. He's uh, the president and owner of Dynamic Heating and Cooling, located in Hamilton. Um, does some incredible work in the community. Um, and we're going to find out all about him today. So welcome, Sean. Dan, thanks for having me, buddy. It's always, yeah. uh, always a pleasure to be here. Always a pleasure to see you, man. And uh, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be number 51, man. That's it. So just before we get started, guys, again, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, you know, all, when we started the podcast, I was just hoping that my mom would tune in once or twice. <laughs> um, but, you know, we get a lot of people checking us out, following us. Again, um, can't believe we're sponsored by Jobber now and, and getting our name out there in the industry and really kind of bridging the gap for local entrepreneurs and people that are thinking about taking that next step. So, um, we're going to, we're going to dive into, uh, again, one of my best friends and, uh, this guy's awesome. So hearing his story. So Sean, tell us a little bit about Sean. How did, um, you, you're obviously president or dynamic. How'd you get started, man? It's uh, number one. Thanks again for having me here. Uh, excited to uh, to follow up after Derek Doyle. This is this is actually the the, the first time that I'd, I'd listen to your podcast, and it's it's overwhelming. So I just want to say right off the bat, friend to friend, colleague to a colleague, the show is awesome, and nice, uh, appreciate being here. About me, yeah, we started uh, well, we started Dynamic five years ago. Uh, before that, there was a Sean Mount. There was a Life and Time. Prior to that. Uh, you know, in high school, I always had an entrepreneurial background. Uh, always liked the, you know, my hands moving some things around. You know, the trade life is 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 how I started. Yeah. And uh, you know, to be to be perfectly honest with you, in high school, I I took a different path. I didn't know that my life would even, you know, be where I am today. Yeah. And I think it's an important part about who I am. I think it's an important part about any entrepreneur in terms of you know you can make mistakes, you can hit road bumps, but it's not going to define who you end up being. And, uh, you know, I, I took a different path in the beginning of my life and it, it took a real bad negative for me to, to divert my life into something really positive. Um, you know, I started out with the house flipping thing. You, you, remember, you, remember, you remember those days, right? The house, the, the know, blue truck. Can you get, uh, you know, can you get 10 of your buddies over and, you know, cases of beer and some pizzas and help you dig a foundation in, yeah. in the middle of winter? What so, was the, so just for context, guys, because this is, I, I know a lot about Sean that, that the viewers don't know. So bring him back. What was the, what was the, where and what was the price of that first house that you bought? So the first house was on, uh, it was on Go uh, Goggin Street. This is, this is Parkdale and Barton. This is, this is a sweet view of the beer store yeah. right there on the corner. This is uh, before David Goggins, right? That's correct. Yeah. yeah. I think it's got some more value to it now. <laughs> So that house, actually, I drive by it all the time because some of our suppliers are down in that area. So I never forget that was a starting point. $76,000 is what it was listed for, ladies and gentlemen. And what year was this? This is going back, I was 20 and I'm 34 now. 14 years. So wow. we're talking a long time ago. And, I'll, and, I, and I remember distinctly, that's a memory that you never forget. When I went to go look at that house, I was obviously new to, to real estate, and I just actually, you know, that classic story opened up the yellow pages. For the younger viewers, they have no idea what the yellow pages is, but opened up the yellow pages, picked up a real estate agent, called that guy. Yeah, uh, very, very lucky that, that person was was a good human, and uh, he diverted me from a lot of bad properties. Really, which, you know, a guy who didn't know anything about anything. If he was looking for the for the first dollar, not the long term investment, he could have sold me anything. Uh, you know, you go back and forth trying to buy a property. This one didn't land. That one didn't land. Finally, December of, I guess, like I say, 11 years ago, cold winter day, I call him and I say, hey, I found this property down on Coggin Street. It's listed for $76,000. What do you think? He goes, you know what? This one, this one actually isn't bad. You know, because the only thing is I'm out of town. So you're going to have to go with my partner and, and you go meet him. 
So we're here, okay. I meet this guy that I've never met before. My nerves are already a little a little strong. This is going to be a new thing. I'm putting this offer again down on paper. <laughs> and I said to him, you know what? Let's just put $60,700 on paper. I don't know why seven hundred, but this is the number that we're going to go with. So at that time, this is when you used to have to drive through a house mm-hmm. and you would wait outside and there's six or seven other people there. And I said to him, well, what's going to happen now as we're sitting in his minivan with the heat on <laughs> in December? And he goes, well, what's going to happen is they're going to present the offer on paper. And then the agent's going to come out and they're going to start walking up to vehicles and you're going to see people leaving. At this time, I'm in, a, I'm in a minivan. There's a H2 Hummer with a big Remax all over it. There's some big construction vehicles. And I remember saying to him, you know, who's the guy in the Remax Hummer over there? And he goes, oh, that guy? Oh, that guy, that's all this guy does. He does this all the time. And I go, okay. So now we're sitting there and, and the guy comes out and he starts seeing vehicles leaving. And this person's leaving and that person's leaving. And I'm going, oh, man, now it's between me and this guy that does it all the time. <laughs> So I'm, I'm going, please come up to me and tell me that we didn't get the house. I don't want this house. Not me. Please, not me. Guy comes over and goes, hey, buddy, guess what? You got the house. I'm turning next to this perfect stranger. I have no idea. He's telling me congratulations. The whole drive home back to my parents' house was uh, it was a very humbling experience, very terrifying. It's yeah. You know, you go from a complete happy place to a complete I'm scared and terrified place. Yeah. Um, and as you know, you know, the house worked out, you, you know, we, we got it done and, um, you know, I, I couldn't have done it without my family, my family, nothing but support there. Uh, and then that led the way for my entrepreneurial, uh, start to it. Um, you know, got you got a, you got a, you, like, man, between, if I can remember correctly, between what, 20 and 25, how many houses were you flipping? It's in the it's in the twenties, high twenties, low thirties. Yeah, it's incredible. It's it's been a fun ride, and and that got me you know started into the whole kind of running your business, right? You got to worry about the numbers, you got to worry about you know your profit, your losses, things of that nature. So how, was, how organized was that at the beginning? You know what? I had that that uh, calculator with the with the roller on there that my yep. mom had from TD Bank, and it was uh, yeah, it was definitely you definitely learned some things. Yeah. Um, you know, in terms of value, you didn't make a lot of dollars per se, but you learned a lot in experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so that started the whole thing, got into HVAC, um, you know, did my apprenticeship and, and, and that was great. And I knew the whole time that I was going to, as soon as I got my apprenticeship, that I would go out on my own and I would jump in a van. And, and, and I did right after I finished, it was, uh, me and Ryan Ramsey, obviously, you know, Ryan Ramsey yeah, yeah. is me and me and him in a van. We started out and, and we ended up in, in five years, we grew it to about 13, 13 vehicles on the road now. It's incredible, man. Yeah, yeah, it's been fun. So taking it back a little bit, because I remember there, there was a key point that I remember me and you talked through, which was you were a gas technician, um, which for everybody out there, there's, there's different levels of apprenticeship where gas is more of a, a license, not an apprenticeship. And you had that opportunity to go back to school, but you started even further back on the pay scale, right? That's right, yeah. You I, took that little kind of back step to kind of jump forward? That's right, yeah, yeah. And and yeah, I, I decided to walk away from a company that had given me great support and, and he had, um, you know, helped me out along the way. Um, but I knew that, you know, I had, to, I had to do something different and get that apprenticeship. So I, I did take a couple steps back. I started my apprenticeship, you know, a little bit later than, than what I would have thought. How old were you then? That time, I think I was 25. So yeah. still, still a great age to get into it. Um, you know, the whole kicking yourself in the butt a little bit saying, oh, you know, shoulda, woulda, coulda, but that's not how it goes. So I started it back at 25. I got it when I was, you know, 30. I finished it up and then headed out on my own and, and you know, took took the pay scale a little little less and it, and it all works out, right? You're paying it forward. Yeah. 
Well, I think that's so humbling, right? Like, you know, you, you'd been, you've been flipping houses, making great dough. You, you know, you're making more, more of your money probably doing your own thing than you are in the trade. Yep. Um, yep. But still willing to do that to kind of put yourself forward. And then ultimately, you need those tickets and those licenses to be able to run a, a proper, you know, safe company. That's right. I think, you know, guys like us, and we understand that it's not about getting paid today. It's about the investment for the future and understanding that, you know, if you're in it for the quick buck or you're in it for the, the immediate you know, um, happiness, mm-hmm. then then you're not going to succeed, right? It's long-term. It's about growth. It's about seeing five years from now yeah. and understanding that nothing good happens today. You got to build on that. Um, so, that. yeah, you know, that that's what life, I think, is all about, right? Do you remember when, we, like, I remember back in the day I was working, like, right beside you know, you're the, you're the first peer, you're the second year apprentice and you're the one slaving away and digging or climbing something or doing, doing all the grunt work yep. and you're standing beside the journeyman who's doing nothing. That's right. Yeah. And you're like, why is this guy getting paid $15 more than me? I can't believe it's going to take five years. And I think, you know, how does it feel now looking back? Like, doesn't that five years just fly by? It flies by quick and then and, and you start getting appreciation and understanding for what that guy's done. You know, he's paid his dues. He's, he's done everything that you're already doing and probably more. Yeah. Right. You, you know, a guy like you, a guy like me, it's, you know, we'll never ask somebody to do something that we haven't already done. And I kind of base my whole life on that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you to do something that I wouldn't do. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the whole, the whole, you know, good journeyman and, and a good apprentice, they'll instantly connect with yeah. one another and, and have that understanding right away. And it, you know, and, and then they'll get to that point and they'll pass on that same thing. Um, you know, one thing I wanted to touch on too, and I was thinking about over here in, in terms of the whole trade and this, and this whole career path that, you know, we're, we're all on, I think here in Canada, you know, we've, we haven't given enough love to the trades people out there. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a very, very proud pride thing to be having, man. Like it, it's great to be a tradesperson, right? There's, there's, there's great, uh, financial benefit to being a tradesperson. Um, and just a very satisfying thing. So I think that's one thing that, uh, you know, all the trades people should, should recognize too. Yeah. hundred percent. I remember, I mean, I failed shop in high school, um, and, and auto mechanic, um, and I wasn't handy at all <laughs> and, and you're no good at it at the beginning. And I think that's where a lot of the conversation around education at the early stages, when they talk about, well, what are you passionate about? Or what do you yeah. love? It's like, well, you're not going to love anything or have a passion for something that you suck at. That's right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh man, I'm just really passionate about this drill, not yeah. drilling properly or, yeah. you know, this auger getting caught in a wood bit. Yeah, and, that's um, right. You know, for a lot of people now, when you're the person that somebody calls and you have the solution to their problem, yep. you know, you, you have the capability to teach and train. Someone's asking you a question like there's no better feeling now than I'm sure for you. Like how many apprentices have you signed up? Yeah, we got, uh, we got school, yeah, we got five. Ryan, he's, he's probably the furthest ahead. He was here day one. He was, he was the first to get signed and he's going now back to intermediate right now. You know, he's made a whole career out of it. And I don't think that he he knew at the point where he started here that that's what he wanted to do. And mm. I think if you were to ask him now, I think he's got a great deal of passion for it. I think that uh, I think that it's grown his life in a positive way. Totally. And uh, and I'm excited that I that I was a part of it. it you know, a great satis- uh, satisfying feeling when you when you know that you know you've helped somebody better themselves. Like there's there's nothing like it, right? It's it's not all about the paychecks. You know, it's those those little moments that uh, that make you feel good at home. You know. Yeah. Yeah. When you walk in and you, and you see everybody that you employ and, you know, it's not about you doing it just for them, but 
um, being able to touch and feel the fact that the paychecks are created because you took the opportunity to get out there. Would they have a job somewhere else? Of course. Um, but they don't, they have a job with, with you and your, and your company. And as the organization grows, you know, dynamic, I, I've seen it blossom is a huge thing. Like, I don't know if you guys are driving around Hamilton, but you're going to see the trucks everywhere. And <laughs> they're massive. And there's so many of them. Yeah. Um, you, know, you know, it's great to see what's changed over the last couple of years in, in dynamic, just in terms of from being an entrepreneur on the tools to maybe like an owner operator. And now, you know, running an organization with 13 vehicles and, and how many staff do you have now? It's, uh, we're about 18 right now. It's amazing. It's, uh, it's been a journey, you know. Uh, it's one thing I always say is that, you know, some days you're the dog and some days you're the hydrant and it, <laughs> and it can, and it can change in a matter of, a matter of a few phone calls. But I think, I think that's why we do it and we wouldn't do it for anybody else. You know, the kicks, the punches, the highs, the lows, it's, it's all, it's all fun, right? Uh, I've always said if you offer me double the money to do what I'm doing for somebody else, the answer would be no. Yeah. You know, I'm happy with the journey. I'm happy with uh, there being no right or wrong. It's it's our way to make it and figure it out and, and, and if it works, great. And if it doesn't, well then we're gonna we're gonna try it again in a different different manner and, and see how that goes. Amazing. Um, another cool thing for me is as you know, I was uh, really, really blessed that um, that my mom, she now works with me. Amazing. Um you know, my grumpy dad, he's there, he's there in the shop three <laughs> days a week. You know, sometimes you ask him to do something and you get told no, but, uh, you know, that's been really, 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 really great for me. And then, uh, you know, I, I, I met my partner and in the love of my life, Sarah there. Yeah. And, uh, and that was fantastic too. Um, so the whole business, the whole thing of it, community and all that, it's just, it's just great. Yeah, and, having, and, and look at the partnerships that you've been able to create through that journey, right? Um, how has business changed over the years in the sense of, look, technology, skill set, learning? You know, what's what stuck out to you as a big eye-opener that maybe you didn't think was going to happen when you started? I think one of the biggest things right now, that, you know, is this Canada Home rebate program. It's really changed, changed our industry up quite a bit. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the typical gas furnace and, and air conditioners kind of hitting the way of the road. I know we've had a couple, you know, conversations about it, colleague to colleague, HVAC to HVAC. And I think that's been a really game changer for, for the industry and, and for, um, for Canada in general, like getting off fossil fuel, you know, energy efficiency. I think Canada's really doing a great job of leading that way. So, I mean, that's that's been a huge industry change for, for us. Yeah, it's wild, eh? It is. It's huge, yeah. And yeah. it's just going to continue to keep going that way. Elon. Yeah. Got to get, <laughs> yeah, get with Elon. That's not a matter of time before he develops something, for sure. Yeah. He's yeah, gonna... no, it's, uh, it's interesting because people talk about the trades as just such a – you know, I wouldn't say they've got a bad rep. I just think they've got maybe a it's the image not of as the technology, not as technology based. But I mean, I remember the concept when we opened our HVAC division. Just the difference in technicians. Like, I'm a I'm a blunt plumber, right? right. I can sling pipe. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Te technical controls, electrical. I don't know how to wire a switch, and I've done that on purpose so that I don't have to wire a switch. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. On the HVAC side, it's so technical. There's so much, so many components, so many tests, so many. Um, so much wiring and diagrams that you have to understand. It's a, it's a multi-trade. You're doing electrical, um, yeah. especially when you get in the service side of things, mm -hmm. you're doing more electrical than you are anything else. Reading diagrams, like you said, using a, using a meter is mm -hmm. a bigger part of, you know, versus a pipe wrench. Um, a lot of diversity in the trade. You know, you're, you're running some water for hot water tanks. Mm -hmm. You're, you know, you're, you're doing piping, you're doing, you're doing electrical. So yeah, the guys that are doing it, super intelligent individuals, very, very intelligent individuals out there. 
I'm so excited to announce that the Guest Life podcast is brought to you by Jobber. Jobber is a field service software that I use daily to make my business run better and more efficiently. From quoting a job to the minute you get paid, Jobber software makes it seamless to go from start to finish and make sure that everybody has all the things they need to make sure the job's done right and you're paid faster. Jobber software is the best home service software that helped us scale and take our business to the next level. Check out the link in our bio for a free 14-day trial and 20% off your first six months. Thanks and enjoy the show. Um, you know, dynamic, right? Like, <laughs> I, I know besides the fact that you tell everybody to have a dynamic day when, they get, <laughs> when you got off the phone with them, you know, what, when you were creating a company, because um, I know it felt really special for us, what felt special to you about creating something different with dynamic, like in terms of getting out of the norm? I think for me, just, just the, you know, being able to do it my way and, 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 and my way only in some terms, not, you know, it's a team around you, but just making those decisions and being able to do it in a different approach than what, you know, the classic sales guy coming to your house and, and trying to sit you down and get you to sign on the dotted line for, for a yeah. rental or something like that. I think, I think about the, the ability to, to give people the option and, and truly treating people like a, like a customer care business should be. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing I always say is that if I wouldn't put it in my home, I won't put it into yours. And I think that goes a long way with with, with, with just anything in life. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Treating treating anything like that and not, you know, being worried about the dollar today. And I think that's one thing that I've been able to do and do it in a fun way. Um, and that's that's what's been the greatest part. Maybe unorthodox, maybe the ways, that, you know what I mean? But I think that's the best part of it. I love that. Yeah, but I, remember, I remember back in the day for so many years, people were so concerned about contractors. Don't let anybody in your home. That's right, yeah. You know, you got to worry about getting ripped off and people not showing up and getting a pause. I find now with technology, Google, and communication, like you can't get away with anything. And nope. it allows people that are trying to get away with it to not get away with it for a long period of time and get hurt by other people because, like, you know, the communities are allowed to communicate now. That's right. Yeah, Google. I mean, look at Google reviews. Look, look how great yours are. Look how, you know, how hard we all work to make sure that they have a great positive experience. Mm -hmm. And I think that does go a long way. You can't, you, you know, you can't get away from that now. Yeah. You know, it's it's out there. You know, if 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 you screw up, you do something that's not, you know, not right. It's going to come back on you. And I think that's I think that's how it should be, right? And what. One of the best things I love about Google reviews is when we get a bad one once in a while, right? Like it, it it's always from an unpleasable client. Yep, that's right. Fair. It's just yep. it's from you know we're never going to do something wrong to the from point Karen. of Karen. Yeah, from a Karen. And um, the reason I say it like that is because like you know when someone's got a like a five star across the board and this and that and they kind of they, they, you don't understand that like man sometimes you get a bad review. And it's what you do with that bad review. It's how you react to that. It's That's how right. you make it right. Um, I, I think it's so critical. And I find uh, it's the industry, like, people suck sometimes. That's right, yeah. And, and you know what? To that point, too, you're absolutely right. You get a bad review. I have them. And then you see how see how it gets responded to, and that's what actually shows the true character of it. Totally. And we've had people say, you know, your views are great, and even even how you handled this one was fantastic, and that's why we went with you. 
you know, just being real, being a real yeah. company, being a real person. And, yeah. and that goes a long way. No different than if, if you screw up a job, you know, it's not about the fact that you screwed it up. Mistakes are going to happen. It's, it's how you approach it. Hey, listen, we made a mistake. We, we, we screwed this up, but, but how can we make it better for you? Totally. We're going to make sure that it's right for you. And, you know, you call us a week later, we're still going to be there to make sure that it's right for you. And I think that's the biggest, you know, what becomes real and what's, you know, big, big corporation per se. Yeah. I think that's the difference of, of where I have my business right now is that I'm a sole part of it. Yeah. And, and when these minor things happen, it, it still comes to me and I still, I'll pick up the phone and I'll call on behalf of the team. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be, to be Brooke in the office who takes all the calls. I'll step up and say, Hey, look, we screwed up. We overbooked you. And that's on me. What can we do to make sure that, that it's right? And, and we take care of that for you. Totally. And I think as any business owner that you should never be afraid to jump in and, and do that, do that part of any aspect of your business, you know, go and dropping off a furnace to somebody. You know, that's the, just as much my job as, as signing the check as, as answering that phone, right? Yeah, it's such a great mentality to have, man. It's, it's, it's huge. And, and a lot of people, I mean, I got caught in it too before trying to trying to get out of that and trying to say, no, I got I to gotta create this. But, you know, having that ability to jump in. So you talked about, you know, family and uh, and your partner being at the at work. How do you balance your personal life and work life? Or is that something you kind of try to do? Or I thought about that. I actually called Sarah on the drive over here thinking about that one there because, uh, you know, just being very, very honest and, and really real, it has it has become difficult in some aspects yeah. because, you know, you wake up, you know, that day with that person, then you drive into work that day with that person yeah. and, and you do your work and you go home and you try to not take it home with you. But sometimes it happens, right? Sometimes you can't get away from it. Uh, you know, the family dinner with my parents, sometimes you dive back to work and uh, it does become challenging to separate the two. But yep. I think I think one thing that, you know, we're trying to do now is, is put the phones away at, at dinner time. You know, that's it. The phone's down. And I think that's a big thing is taking work. Work's important. But but discussing other aspects of all of all life is 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 a key too, and you got to make sure you divide those two up mm -hmm. and leave one at one place and start one at the other place. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, we, a guest uh, previous on the show, she was talking about having the pendulum, which is, you know, it's it's swinging yeah. at all times, right? When That's work's right. going hot, you got to go up. You got to get yep. to work. And when family needs your support, you, you kind of go to family. And I think that kind of happens at different times, right? Whether you're going on a trip or you're having kids or someone's sick or ill or you're just, you know, excited about planning or something. And to that point, too, when things are really, really good, then it comes home really, really good. Yep. And when things get a little bit challenging, then that challenge comes home with you, too, right? Yeah, I love that. So trying to separate that and making sure that it stays that way, is, is, it's important. Yeah. It's important. That's great, man. Um, so, you know, going through Dynamic, what are the what are the next steps for you guys? What are you thinking? Oh, we're going to keep trucking the way we are right now. Uh, right now, I think it's it's not so much about growth and expansion. It's about taking what we have and, and refining it and dialing in on those, on those things. Um, you know, I see now what a lot of other people do and stepping up in the community, things that you do. It's 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 encouraged me to do the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. uh, we started donating all of our scrap metal to, to Ugly Mutts. Oh, wow. Which, yeah. So we take the scrap metal. We, you know, we redo your air conditioner. We scrap that. And we donate it off to this company called Ugly Mutts. They bring dogs over here from overseas, make sure they get all their shots. Oh, that's and then, awesome. And then, you know, we'll, we'll gift you one and we'll bring one here in this office and, and you take one home with yeah, you. Yeah, no thanks, but Okay. <laughs> So we started doing that. We joined uh, Hamilton Builders Association. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think we're just going to keep going down that path. I love keep that. Keep rocking man. and rolling, man. So you're 34 now. What advice would you give to younger Sean? 
wear pants that fit. That'd be, that'd, be, that'd be a big one right off the bat. Wear some pants that, that would fit. Yeah. Uh, I would just say, you know what? I, I made a lot of mistakes and it, and it, it, it actually got me further ahead in life. Wow. I would say actually, you know, push yourself to do, to do, you know, crazier and dumber things in some aspects of life. And, and, and just <laughs> the mistakes are the best learning, man. If everything went smooth and, and everything went right, then, you know, there'd be no growth. So I think I would just continue down on that path. And uh, that's what I would be doing. I love that, man. Well, listen, guys, um, Sean, thanks so much for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. It's uh, it's an absolute pleasure. Uh, dynamic, they're everywhere. What we're going to do is um, all their links, uh, their bio, everything, um, all the links to Sean um, will be on the platform. Our guy Ty in the back, he's working hard. Um, he's going to clip this thing up and make it special. So I appreciate um, you having me, man. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. You can check us out on all the socials, YouTube, clips, Instagram, uh, TikTok, all the good stuff. Uh, we wouldn't have the show without you guys, but really wouldn't have the show without guys like guys and girls like Sean. Uh, so thanks so much for being on the show. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. It is, it is, it is, it is.